welcome to episode 18 <laughs> of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop entertainment, damn it, dating, sex, relationships, social issues from a sometimes ratchet, but mostly woke perspective. So, subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're in iTunes, we're in Google Play, SoundCloud, your mama's house, your baby daddy house, Freaker, Fixer. I'm Sean. I'm not. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey. So, what are we going to call this episode? <laughs> Uh, damn, Daniel. We don't know. We'll get back to it. All right. All right. So we gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get right in it, girl. Did you throw your rice to Faith for no. Faith and CBJ getting married I, in Las Vegas? I threw up. That's what I did. I threw up. I, I had to call nine one one. This makes my stomach turn. It makes me want to earl. I just think CBJ has like. Community peen. His, I'm surprised his mm-hmm. penis has not fallen off. It's disgusting. Or something. I don't know. No. You know, I my take on it was a little bit different because, I, you know, both of them have battled substance abuse in different ways or controlled CDS, controlled dip, whatever you call it, drugs. Mm-hmm. I when I heard this, because I know that they've had like an off and on again, like for way back in the day, because I remember, you know, back when I used to run the streets and I used to be so in love with CVJ and he was dating, um, what's her name? Uh, tambourine girl. What's her Eve. name? Eve. Eve. Yeah. He was dating Eve back in the day. And, you know, she, she with, with a lot of class, but she always talks about, you know, the one thing he was, he was abusive and he was, you know, he was a cokehead. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you know, Faith has had her, I don't know if there's struggles or battles, but I, 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 you know, I don't believe it's a secret. So I, you know, when I heard it, I just, I just thought it was, you know, two crackheads getting together, to be honest with you. Oh, I, oh. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> and I don't, you know, don't, y'all don't come for me for that. But I really, that's what I thought when I heard it. I just think. I don't know, maybe just because Stevie J has never been appealing to me. And then, you know, I've seen when I used to watch Love and Hip Hop, him being on there and being so messy with Jocelyn and, and his um his other daughter's mother, um, just really messy and disrespectful and just kind of greasy and slimy. You know, I just, mm-hmm. it's gross. I just, you know, I just think he has like community penis. He just slings that shit anywhere. And I think it's gross to me. Gross. I just yeah, and I I, I just I, I don't know if this is for you know they setting themselves up for a reality show or is it really love and you know yeah the third time around and I, I mean look let's wish them well um yeah. they I mean but it's, it sounds like they threw their family and everybody for a loop like nobody saw this coming from mm-hmm. them yeah so, um you know but um congratulations yeah i'm pretty sure like you said they're gonna have a reality show coming out there's gonna be some some media uh thing attached to this very soon they have a song out actually did you hear that song i heard a little bit of it you know it's it's it sounds like faith it's it's good faith Mm -hmm. um you know she's like half naked and they're romping on the bed i saw that part and maybe they're trying to each get their career revived. He, you know, he's a producer. She's a singer. So maybe this is like a business. And he's very like, talented. Like, I mean, you know, back, this was like before Bad Boy and it was Uptown. And, you know, he's he's really, really talented. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's just, he has some other issues as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's about as ratchet as, as we going to make it today. Man. <laughs> oh, my God, when I heard that. But all right. Okay, moving on. Um. I want to talk about Tiana Taylor 
who came up on the breakfast club talking about the three ways that she's had with her husband. Did you hear that? I did. I watched the interview. I watched it. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, okay. please. I, I kind of feel like I like I I like Tiana. I like her a lot. I think she people, you know, say she has a I, I think she's so pretty. I like her attitude. I, I like Tiana. She has a beautiful voice. Her voice doesn't even match her because she looks so hard, but her voice is so small. Soft she's so sweet. Harlem with that voice. She, yeah. Yeah. But she um I just and I like them together. I think they have such a cute family. Iman is, is handsome. They have a, this adorable little baby. But I just kind of think this is like a train wreck right now. What do you mean with with the interview? What she's talking talking about her marriage? What this marriage? I I, I just think that um, I think they're so young. Even though, you know they're in their their twenties, which is a, mm -hmm. an age you can't get married. But I just with them being so young and having a new baby, and they're both in entertainment, and he's you know they're both famous, and then you're throwing this whole three way in the mix, and you're making it public. I just think this is just a recipe for disaster. Um, I tend to agree with you. So let me read what um, Tiana responded to the Jasmine brand on Instagram a few weeks ago. So it says, this is uh, Callie Shauna um, writing on the Jasmine brand. It said, a few weeks ago, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert were relationship goals. Now, I just feel like her interview was tasteless and shows a lack of self-respect. Let this be a lesson. What you and your husband do should be left in the room. Mm -hmm. So Tiana responded and she says let what be a lesson petunia i'm not losing any sleep at night over your opinion just because i me i repeat me enjoy bussing bitches down from time to time with my husband doesn't mean i don't respect self so you should go and enjoy your whack-ass sex life and stay out of mind well <laughs> She put her sex life in public, out in the Did public. She, so exactly, exactly. You can't, you can't be, you can't have leave people at fault when they want to comment on it. You know, fault people for doing that. I I totally agree. So this is actually um this is my question for the weekend dick report. So we'll we'll get a little more into it because I you know, in terms of is this the kind of relationship that you want to be in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, we can we can get there. We'll get there. Yeah. But I am just for um, Tayana, and I agree with you. I think there is a certain level of maturity that is lacking here. Mm -hmm. um, just for the simple fact that she responded. You know what you do with your husband is one thing, um, but then you let the world know. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's going to be opinion. So I, you know, and I agree with you that um, you know they're young, and I'm I'm hoping we're not watching a train wreck, but it's highly likely it's 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 on that track. So yeah, I, I don't I don't want it to happen because I, I like them together. I think they're so cute, and and because they're so young and they're married and they have this family union, union um this unit. I think they're good, you know, um, role models. Yeah, people out there, you know. Um, yeah, not this part, not this part. I think, and with this reality show, I just think they have such a great opportunity to to create a a a good brand. But that story she could have left out. You know, yeah, TMI, way, 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 TMI. Mm -hmm. All right, so moving on, what you got, girl? Oh lord, so you know Cardi B just had her baby, um, yes. but her husband, um, Offset, he just got arrested um, last Friday in Georgia. Um, he was pulled over for failing to maintain his lane. 
And mm -hmm. so when they pulled him over, they smelled marijuana, which of course prompted the police to search his car. And they found three guns and less than an ounce of marijuana. So he might be going back to jail because uh, a couple years ago, he was arrested on drug and weapons charges again. So this is, I don't know if this is something that you want to hear when you just had somebody's baby, the baby daddy might be going back to jail. Mm -hmm. so, I, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to need them to be smarter. Can we be smarter in 2018 going into 2019? Can we just, can we just do things just with a little more brains? I, I, this is what I'm saying. Like, you I just mean, had a baby. Mm -hmm. why, are you, why are you riding around with three guns? And you, it's only one person. It was one person in the car. It, he was in the car and his bodyguard was in the car. But this this story has happened to so many rappers, like countless times. Like, y'all don't see this shit happen to T.I. and happen to this person and that rapper. Like, this has happened mm -hmm. so many times. Y'all know it's hip hop police out there. Yeah. Why are we doing this? that would love to pull you over mm -hmm. and that this is and i'm like okay so because the marijuana is ounce of marijuana so that's that's personal it's i don't know gun. what the it's, it's the, the guns. guns it's like, the guns so he's yeah. it's three of them so he was charged with possession of a firearm uh by a felon because he's a felon possession of a weapons doing a crime which i don't understand because this wasn't really a crime like Switching lanes is not really a crime, so I don't yeah. understand what that charge is. Um, and then the misdemeanor charges for the the um, the marijuana and improper lane changes. So this could carry some time. I don't I don't know what their laws are. Um, in Atlanta, in, yeah, in Atlanta with this. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, I'm pretty sure with three guns, this carries some time. I'm just like okay, so no no one in the vehicle was licensed to carry. Your your bodyguard was not licensed to carry one of them i yeah. just it's really messy it's really messy irresponsible he has he's a his family he has kids like you gotta you gotta think yeah, so I, uh because i'm about to call the baby confusion what's the baby culture <laughs> don't talk about my baby needs like that i don't because you said did you say confusion i don't know i just i felt like confusion i didn't know uh, but culture is his fourth child right yeah yep. yeah mm -hmm. i need you to get it together offset Got yeah. offset all this bullshit. Come um, on, <laughs> please. Yeah, just, yeah, he gotta get it. He has to get it together, and um, we'll see. I don't know uh, when his trial date is scheduled for, but we'll see how this works out for him. Um, he gotta be home for the baby. You know, I know Cardi. Yeah. She hasn't really spoken too much about it at all, actually. So, but I know, knowing knowing my baby sister, I know she's going crazy. Yeah, it gotta be. I all know. right. Well, you know, I wish them well. Mm -hmm. I, I hope this can. I mean, I don't know. Let it be a lesson learned, though. Let it. I hope they can make some of those guns disappear. That's. You know what? There's so many um hip hop old school heads. I think they should like create like a manual <laughs> for these new rappers to read. I so, agree. You know, yep. so kind of lay out the the lay of the land to you know to show you you know what to do and what not to do because I feel like these stories just keep re regurgitating over and over again. It's like take this person's name out and put the new rapper in, and it's the same story over and over and over again. That's a good idea. I think we I think we came on to something <laughs> to be continued. I like that. <laughs> pretty good. Okay. Oh, well, let's let's keep that keep it on the low. Okay. All right. Moving on. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one, girl. Um, all right, what's next? All right, we're in the woke minute now. Okay, let me get my um my spectacles on <laughs> your smart glasses on. <laughs> on my wide leg pants. 
and your sensible shoes and your cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm listening. All right. Um, Okay, so to start it off, Michelle Williams, so that's um, our baby girl with no rhythm from Destiny's Child, Mm -hmm. uh, checked herself into a mental health facility. So we know that for years she's dedicated herself to increasing awareness of uh, mental health and empowering people to recognize when it's time for them to go get help, you know, support and guidance. And um, so she's actually the one who spoke up for herself. So um, I think last we checked, she had checked in for a couple of days and she said she's out. She's feeling better. But, you know, this was this was a real one, you know, and I think that took it took a lot of strength and a lot of courage for Michelle to even come forward on that level with something so very personal, you know, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a tabloid story. It wasn't heard through the grapevine. You heard directly from her, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that, that just, that took strength and courage. So I'm, you know, wishing her love and, um, you know, care and and just, you know, speaking up about her well being was, was a huge thing. So I'm I'm supportive of her. What do you think? Yeah, I, I applaud that. You know, we talked about getting counseling and therapy before I, I applaud that. I have friends that, have uh, mental instabilities and they stay in counseling. Um, I've, I've had counseling before um, years ago. I've been thinking about doing it again because I think you need, and it's not necessarily you, you, you need someone to fix whatever you think is wrong with you, but sometimes you just need someone to listen to you, a third party that's not attached to you. um, You know, just to listen to what you have to say and give, you know, maybe you don't need an opinion or someone's advice, but just someone, an, an objective person to listen to what you have to say. Exactly. Um, because, you know, I, I think about, you know, my days and if you, you work in, you know, however many hours a day and you come home, you do this and you go to sleep. How many, mm-hmm. you know, how often do you get a chance to kind of really decompress what's actually going on in your life? You know, exactly. And this is, exactly. A, this is a tough life. You know, the life that we live, um, I think I think it's tough because, um the majority of the time that we are on this earth and that we're up, you know, we're actually working to sustain ourselves. Exactly. You know, I, um, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. The, just the stress alone, you know, everybody handles stress and stressors differently and at different, you know, depending on at different times. So I'm, I'm an advocate for it. I've gone to counseling I've gone to therapy before um, in the past. Um, so, you know, and really getting our, our brothers to participate, mm-hmm. you know, getting them in because we still have the stigma, especially in our community, mm-hmm. you know, she crazy, she crazy. So no, that's, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, sometimes you do, like you said, you do need to decompress and sometimes just talking through, I'm a, I'm a big believer of, you know, these cathartic journaling and writing stuff out and, you know, speaking your truth. And you can't do that if you are caught up in, you know, the hustle and bustle of just living regular everyday life. Uh It does not allow you the space to even do that, you know, where people have to schedule meditation. You can't even meditate because, you know, from the minute you're up to the minute you're back in the bed, it's, it's nonstop. And that's how life is. So and that's a luxury that, you know, that she, you know, this is luxury for her to actually get a chance to do this. Cause most people, their lifestyles either can't afford it or you don't have time. Yeah. You can't, you can't even fit it in. It's, it's like, it's an impossibility. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like worse than taking a vacation. Like you don't have two weeks. Yeah. You don't have, you don't have time to check yourself into nowhere. Mm-hmm. You don't have the time or you don't have the, the, um, the money, the resources, you know, and, and, and what, what some people do in, in lieu of therapy is they self-medicate, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Because that's so, <laughs> I think the majority of people who are on, you know, are taking painkillers and, and prescription medication, abusing it, mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, it's because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because there's an issue there that they can't conquer, they can't get through, they can't talk about. So it's, you know, it's best to drink or smoke or pop a pill mm-hmm. um, yeah. than, to, or eat. Know, than to deal with that or eat. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yeah, so I, I applaud Michelle for um, increasing awareness, you know, about it um, and taking care of herself. So yeah. I wish her well. Yep. Okay. What do we have next? Being that we're woke. Oh, yes. So did you know that they opened, they reopened the investigation on the Emmett Till murder from 1955? So mm-hmm. Uh, the Justice Department uh, told Congress in a report in March that it is reinvestigating Till slaying, which happened in Money, Mississippi, back in 1955, because they received, quote unquote, new information. So the case was closed in 2007 um, because they said all the suspects were dead. And uh, at the time, a state grand jury didn't file any new charges. But because of this new information that came out, they are looking into reopening it. So what do you what do you think about that? Um, you know, all this posthumous justice, um, that they, I, I, I'm not here for it, honestly, you know, all Mm -hmm. all up and down my timeline, people reposting this and they're so glad this and so glad that, but really what is the point? What's the purpose of this? Everybody is dead. Everybody is dead. Why don't Mm -hmm. you focus on all the injustices and and, uh, wrongful killings that are happening now to black people? Let's focus on that. You know what I mean? All, I, I, I don't. I don't understand why I go back in time, and, and maybe it's just for I don't know historical purposes to say we rectified the situation. But really, you didn't because all the people are dead. Exactly. Um, like too little, too late. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm I, good that you're doing it. I don't expect too much to come out of it because mm-hmm. um, we are now. I mean, what is that? It's over fifty. It's over fifty years. Yeah, way over fifty years. Maybe sixty. Yeah, well, something like you know, that. Math, 55, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that so they're opening that up, and then just to segue into now, the police have moved to discipline the officers that were involved in Eric Garner's death. So remember, he was the one who said, "I can't breathe," um, and the NYPD ended his life by the chokehold. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things that I understood is the reason why it took so long was because the case was originally picked up by the feds. Um, the Department of Justice um, at the time were considering filing civil rights charges. And so they asked the NYPD kind of hold off on, you know, doing their full investigation and um, and sanctioning proceedings long enough for the feds to figure out what they're going to do. But I don't think they ever did anything. So NYPD basically said, OK, we've waited long enough. Now we're going to proceed against the officers. So uh, interestingly enough, in New York, the hearings against Pantaleo, which is the uh, the officer that actually killed him, and Kizzy Adonis, which is the officer that was in charge that day, um, their hearings are going to start in 2019. And those hearings are open to the public. Wow. Hmm. However, any recommendation that the administrative judge makes um, for disciplining these officers will be sealed. So it's going to be secret. So we'll never find out, you know, what actually happened to these officers. So, um, you know, my words on that is this was Eric Garner's last words was, I can't breathe. Please don't hold your breath to think that there's going to be some real, you know, real effective justice here. Sounds like it's going to be a big secret. What do you think about it? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. I feel like I never know what to say with stuff like this. I have a lot to say, but I don't know what to say because, mm -hmm. you know, we've seen officers in different um, jurisdictions that have killed black men and women and they've gone to trial and then they are acquitted or found not guilty or whatever the decision is. Um, you know, they get off scot-free. So I don't have any um, high hopes for this, but you know, we'll wait and see 2019. Um, I'm, I'm curious about why the, um, the judgments will be sealed. Like, is that something that's well, common? That's a, yeah, that's a New York, that's a, it's a state statute, which talks about um, when there's, and it's an administrative judge. So it's like an internal investigation. Okay. So you can sit in for the hearings, but the actual, and this is not just for this particular case, it's just how they, how New York state handles um, these administrative hearings like this. So like if it's an agency involved, the police, it's, or, or the police, um, you can, like I said, you can sit in all you want, but when it comes down to that little piece of paper that talks about the, what, what the order was or what the judge uh, ruled, you're mm -hmm. not going to find out. So they'll, they'll clear the courtroom when it's time for the judgment? Yeah, or the, or the judge will just put it in writing 30 days or something later, and um, mm -hmm. it'll be sent to the parties and, you know, their attorneys, and that's it. It's sealed. It's It won't become a part of the, the court record. Hmm. That's interesting. Yep. So mm -hmm. we'll right. never know. We won't know. All right. Moving along. Mm -hmm. so, moving on. What you got? So this story, it kind of touched my heart a little bit. Um, it's Tony Braxton. Um you know, she has two sons by um, Carrie Lewis, who was part of Men Condition. When they, were, when they were married, they had two sons. And one of her sons, Diesel, um, was diagnosed with autism as a young little boy, as a baby. Uh, but now he's 16. Um, he is a, a model for Wilhelmina Model Agency. Yay. Which is great. Um, he, I'm sorry. He modeled for Wilhelmina when he was little. My son. Oh, he did. I didn't baby. Know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I knew a model. A little something. A little something. Something. I had him in these streets. <laughs> so, but but the the newest thing um, about this is that she says that her son is lo no longer autistic. I love it. I've I've never heard of, of that. Um, but he's been on the spectrum. He was uh, diagnosed as a baby, and when you know they found out that he was autistic, she had him in all these different programs and therapy sessions, um, which is what you have to do, you know, to keep him in therapy, yep. to kind of get them acclimated into society. Um, but she says when he was thirteen, he was no longer on the autistic spectrum. Good for him. I yeah. believe it. I believe mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, and just in watching the show, the the Braxtons, and you know, very. Ever so often, the the kids will be on there, so you'll see Diesel. And I mean, I'm just I'm just going by visually. He does not strike me as an autistic child. Mm. Um, you know, he's he speaks, and you know, you you could see it. So I'm just just going off of what my eyes can see. So mm -hmm. um, I applaud her for taking that step and putting him in programs. And I'm sure you know she went above and beyond um, to get him to this place. So, I mean, I, you know, it sounds like it was something very intensive and it, and yeah. it benefited him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's definitely good to hear. And I look forward to seeing him. He is a, he is a gorgeous child. He's really, really mm -hmm. handsome. So I look forward to seeing him in some, some big campaigns. Good um, for him. I think, um, isn't Puppy's son a part of Willamina too? Um, uh, what's the one that looks just like him? Uh, Christian. Christian. Yeah, I think he's a model too. Yeah, I know he's a model. I don't know if he's with Wilhelmina Models, but um, yeah, he's a model. They actually they all are. All is all is 
all his kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Model from time to time. Anyway, so we'll be following this story, and I, I'm I'm very curious to hear about other other kids that were diagnosed as as kids as uh, being autistic and they grew out of it. I just want to read more about it. And actually, I got this information from SpectrumNews.org. They have like a little section talking about how kids, if they in intensive um, intervention programs, you know, from young, you know, they can actually kind of migrate out of autism. So. Yay, that's good news. Yeah, that's really good news. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Well, moving along, where are we? Oh, the Weekend Dick Report. Oh! <laughs> weekend Dick! We stand on a dick. Now with no lips to the shit. <laughs> so, my Weekend deep, uh, Dick Report, I actually, it's a question that I've posed in light of the uh, Tiana Taylor's story and the revelation or, you know, her admission of her and her husband, quote unquote, bussing bitches down from time <laughs> to time. Um, the, so the question is, is this okay? Not even, not just only in a marriage relationship. And I actually think it's different, um, you know, but in a marriage, in a relationship, is it okay to bring a third party into that relationship? I'm asking you, Nye. Well, I'm going to give two responses, my personal response and then my other response. Okay. Um, me personally, I don't think I would be able to do it. First of all, for three reasons. First of all, I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Second of all, I'm jealous. (laughs) Third of all, I'm jealous. So no extra bitches. It's only going to be two titties and one pussy and they're going to belong to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna choke. <laughs> I hear that bitch. <laughs> so I, it, it cannot be a, a conversation in my personal relationship. However, I have like even in recent, you know, in last couple of months, I uh, one of my good friends. I've been knowing her for. A, 20 years. Uh, we had a long talk. She's been married for 20 years. She was married early, like, you know, 18, 19. Um, and she's still married to her husband, but they, uh, talked about, you know, bringing in another person into their relationship. And she'd actually met somebody, um, kind of, you know, you know, got to know this lady and was like, you know, this is who I want to be the third person. It never actually happened, but you know, um, they were they were talking about it. So I, I I think if you are at a certain point in your relationship, if you have years in, if you're mature, possibly. Um, I just don't think I could do it, you know. And and I've and I've known, I've known other people too. So I have another friend who actually had, you know, she actually has had threesomes um, with her husband, um, and they but they stopped because. <laughs> Her husband started. Her husband started getting jealous because they started mm-hmm. ignoring him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like, "Wait a minute, this is supposed to be for me. Two bitches on one man, but y'all like excluded me." <laughs> we don't need you, right? So he started feeling a certain kind of way. But you know, they they've been together for years now, and she's happy. So I guess it depends on your relationship, and you know, you know what you can and can deal with. I guess um, I just can't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. So, yeah, so I'm pretty much, all right, so here's my, I got to break it down in, in different categories. So, I, you know, whew, how do I say this? So when I was married, when I was married, <laughs> um, 
this was something that, you know, was kind of brought up and just because I know me, I just, I know I could not do it. So, you know, our marriage didn't last amongst a bunch of other things, but that was just something like, I just, same thing. I'm, I don't want nobody else in there. I want, I want to be the only one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I said, well, and I jokingly said, well, you know, what about another man? I would never do that. Like two guys Mm -hmm. anyway, but it was just like, oh, out of the question. So out of the question, it has to be, it has to be two women and and one and got one that's the only way it would have happened for, and i just wasn't with it i wasn't with it in a marriage because i felt like i don't want to share okay mm-hmm. um i remember i think i told you this story i had a friend this was years ago and i had a a homeboy came to visit and you know we were go- we were going to the trigger concert i think i told the story anyway so i'm thinking it's just gonna be you know, the two of us, we're, we're cool. You know, we don't, we, you know, we didn't really get down like that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be the two of us. He bought another girl. So, okay, we're having a good time. You know, we go to the concert, little trigger concert. We over there singing. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you that Hennessy. So everybody, we're all drinking, having a great time. Then it was just like, I had a revelation, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, the girl was like real kind of touchy feely, but like, all right, you know, she's just, we're new friends or whatever. I wasn't getting it until, there was like a point in the concert and I was sitting there and I was like, I was in the middle. <laughs> they were setting you up. <laughs> Girl. Ta- and Oh, we're going back to the hotel afterward. When I tell you I ran for my life, I was like, I'm going to drop you <laughs> off. I'm going home. I'm not going, I'm not for the setup. It was like a whole setup. Like, come on. You know, he was trying to like talk me into it. I was like, no, I didn't know you came all the way. I didn't know that this was going to happen. I thought we were just going to enjoy the concert. I was going to see Trigger. Uh (laughs) I did not know that this was a whole setup. You know, and he told her about me and girl, mm. I was like, I was out of there like, peace. I'm going to yeah. drop y'all off. <laughs> I'm out of there. I just wasn't for it. I wasn't for it. So mm-hmm. that just told about me. Like I, for me personally, that's not my thing. I, it's, it's not. I, I don't want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've, I've been, there's, it's different when you're like in college and, you know, you in one bed and your roommates in another and y'all have a sex. Okay. <laughs> that's a little different. That's, uh-huh. that's different. But like, Oh, you, a hand, you trying to grab my ass and you over here on my, on my, on my titties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't. I can't. Yeah. That's, I'm not, I have, look to each his own. I have many friends where this is the regular everyday thing that, you know, this is what they do. You know, they bust down bitches all the time. And I never like, hear about it with two men and when one female It's always two females and, and a man. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that that, it's either, <laughs> huh. it's either going to be a gangbang <laughs> or the two dudes going to be the, yeah, so I, I don't hear about the two dudes either. I want to say something. I'm going to say it for all lives. Watch buckling with the swords. I don't know. I, I mean, and honestly, have you ever watched gay porn like two men? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. And I, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, there's no way that y'all two going to be in a room. I don't care if there's a girl in there. Your dicks are going to touch. Uh-huh. You're, something you're going it, to, it's, you're going to, you're going to touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your tips <laughs> is going to touch. That's, just, that's how it's gonna go down in the DM, and I, I don't. Uh, to to each his own. I just want to say yeah. to each his own, but I, I just know think that you have to. If you're gonna engage in something like this, it needs to be either two scenarios. Either you're not in a relationship at all with any of these people, and it's just like a hookup. So there's no 
there's no uh, emotions involved or you're so solid in your relationship like you you got years in like you have a solid foundation in this relationship and maybe you can do it but something that's new and you I have no, I've I've never seen it work now I remember practicing when I you know did uh, divorce law you know and you I hear about these stories it's all the time it never worked it never worked I've even I've I've been heard a story where the woman actually, um, they, you know, the, the woman got pregnant. So the third party or, the, you know, the chick that they bought in, she got pregnant. Oh, gosh. How do you do that? Wow. The, so I'm like, y'all are just out here all willy nilly with this. So, yeah, I just because eventually someone is going to catch feelings one way or the other. They're going to be yeah. mad because they're not getting the attention that they, that they feel like they deserve, or they're going to catch feelings and be mad when those feelings are not reciprocated the mm -hmm. way that they want. It just, it just, or feelings are going to be reciprocated in that third party. And that there's somebody left out there yep. like a third wheel. <laughs> yep. Somebody, somebody's going to end up upset. Somebody's going to be uh -huh. mad. I don't remember what movie was it where it was it was it was supposed to be a threesome and a girl kept falling off the bed like they just pushed her out the way. <laughs> oh, what was that movie? Um oh, I I, I got to think of it cuz it was so funny like when she was finally down with it. <laughs> oh, was it was it an episode of Sex in the City? Was it? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> You know, she's such a prude, and so she hemmed and hawed about it. Finally, she was with it, and they kicked her ass right on out. She was like, We don't need you. I guess I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> Are we all done here? Thank you. Right. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's an interesting one. Just you know, third parties. Then you see these porn. I mean, I, it's porn, I guess. So there's 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 world. There's a different world in porn. But I'm like, I mean, porn, sometimes it's, you can't porn watch porn and and because porn will turn you off from sex ever. Like if you now there's porn that's women <laughs> that's like sensual porn, which is amazing, but um. Like regular porn, that shit just be looking so unappealing. Like you ramming shit in my my mouth, oh. like not just like ramming it. Like uh -oh. <laughs> that's a turn off. Wait, or when they when they have like it's it's a dick in the ass and a dick in the pussy. Yeah, <laughs> like for like. I'm, you know, Girl, like, you people old. love anal sex. I'm not one for anal sex, so that not shit a, looks mm -mm. painful to me. Mm -mm. Let's keep it real. Like it doesn't belong there, and you can call me a prude, whatever. Like that shit don't belong there. Does it? Doesn't shit belongs there? That doesn't belong there. I look at these gay guys, and I'm like, y'all are the the real MVPs, right? Whoever is taking it up your ass, oh, and then moving it around. It's got to be being, you know, rearranged in there. Ah, oh my gosh. I mean, oh, that's um, y'all are the real MVPs. But they say, you know, I've I read up, that, you know, the prostate is like, you know, in that vicinity. And I didn't think that men who got uh, who were bottoms could orgasm. But apparently you can orgasm from um, from anal. I've heard that from the from the prostate getting mm -hmm. massaged. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, you know, I don't have a prostate. so. <laughs> <laughs> sound like that'll work for me yeah yeah I'm anyway. out. Anyway. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Throw in a towel. <laughs> I'm good on that. If there's some things I don't have to experience. Well, I have experienced it once, but you know, that's something I I I don't have to do again. Yeah, that's that's pretty much a um didn't want to take it and I'll definitely leave it <laughs> right there on the counter. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, okay, I'll I'll try it, but half <laughs> like Two seconds and I'm like, no, nah, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I changed my mind. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you have to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't do this. This, <laughs> this won't work out. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Where yeah, are we? At now? So we had the, the reminisce, the reminisce. I reminisce, I reminisce. Yeah. It's your reminisce. What we reminiscing on? Yeah, so it's my turn this week to do the reminisce. And normally we do our segments highlighting old school hip hop songs. But this week I kind of wanted to switch it up. Um, and I chose this song and this artist because back when when uh, Bad Boy was like first coming out and at its height, you know, Puffy was the first person or producer to marry r&b lyrics with hip-hop beats and I, I swear he like just it was it was a he changed the whole game so my reminisce is mary j blige you remind me mm. this was my jail oh, oh my god i love this song i love this video i think it came out actually in the summertime if i remember correctly um Sorry, go ahead. Man, this song, it was, I used to, I used to listen to uh, the 411, like, on repeat. All, it was a tape. That was definitely a, a, a cassette tape you could listen all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. It came out in 1992. So I think oh I was, gosh. like, in, I was in high school, maybe, like, ninth or 10th grade, maybe. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I've never really been an R&B fan. Like, I love 80s R&B. And I love R&B songs here and there, but I can't just like put on an R&B CD and like listen to it all day. I would fucking go crazy. Can't do it. But this Mary J and the R&B from that era, amazing, amazing. And what I like so much about this song and this video is that, um, you know, the scene where she's walking to the, uh, her and her girls are walking to the, uh, the park and the dudes are outside playing basketball. Uh-huh. Man, that used to remind me, cause this song was still popping like uh, around Christmas time. And we used to have like back where I, where I live, we would have like um, basketball tournaments um, on the military base where I'm, where I'm from during Christmas break. So I would play this song on the way, thinking about like all these little basketball cuties going to be at the basketball <laughs> Wait, did you did you did you ever like imagine some of your life like was a music video? I know I did. Yes, I put myself <laughs> in these videos. It never ever happened, but <laughs> oh, Mary was so fly. Like they had the hockey jerseys on, the tennis skirts, combat boots. Like she was so fly to me back in the day. So she fly. really was, and I think that that style. Like she was the reason why I got a nose ring. Like I had a nose ring. It could it would never stay in my nose, but that was the reason because Mary had one mm-hmm. and I just this song was so I mean to me like this is old school hip-hop because it started you know this was like what's the 411 like it what it had Puffy on it you know it had I think um what's his name was on this song from Nice and Smooth yeah, yeah. Greg, uh-huh. nice. Greg Nice yep was on the um was on one of the was on one of the versions so I just remember this song reminds me of 
suing. I, I got a Sherling that year, 1992. Girl, like, you and a Sherling. I'm telling you. <laughs> This coat has made an impression on your life. It really has. And when I tell you, I still have it. I still have it. And if it was snowing here in Florida tomorrow, I'd be prepared. Okay? That coat, and it, it just that song, this Mary J. Blige said it all. Because I had a little crew. We had, we all had Shirley coats. Mine was black. My homegirls was red. My other girl, girl, rest in peace. Um, Shanika, hers was blue. Uh-huh. So we were, I, I just, that so this song is just it, it meant so much to me because she was singing and you could sing along like this to me was like the only song because you know I have a I have I, you know I'm, I have a kind of deep singing voice and she wasn't really reaching too many high notes mm-hmm. so I could sing this song and sound good in my mind so I thought <laughs> <laughs> but um it this definitely was like a, a a game changer when this came out was it that whole era of bad boy was man he had a, a, a serious run with bad boy serious mm-hmm. run still yep. yep and this was the t- this was when um i don't know if this was on bad boy or if it was on um what was andre harrell's uh uptown records i don't i think it was on uptown you know what was mary actually on bad boy I, you know what? I don't think so. She was always on Uptown with Andre Harrell. Mm-hmm. And then when he left to do, you know, um, that whole Supercat, Biggie, and, you know, she, I don't, I don't ever recall her going to Bad Boy. I don't think yeah. she was ever a Bad Boy artist. I think Faith was the only Bad Boy female singing artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you count, I can't even think the other chick's name. Um, but that was it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so yep, so that was my this is my reminisce. And this um this song actually uh sampled Patrice Russian, you remind me. And if you don't know about Patrice Russian, please Google her, go to YouTube. She oh, has yeah. hits after hits after hits. She's like a genius. She has a lot of hits. And this particular song was sampled 35 times over you know several genres of music. Oh, yeah. She's a great, a great artist. So um, the song was produced by Puffy and Andre Harrell. Well, they're the executive producers, Puffy and Andre Harrell. Um, but David Jam Hall was the actual producer. Jam. Oh, jam. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's him. I know. No. Oh. <laughs> but interesting enough, he was married to Wanda Sykes. I, that threw me for a loop. Me too. I didn't Wanda- even know she liked men <laughs> at all. <laughs> me either. What? <laughs> He was married to her. Uh, I need to do uh, some deep dive in Google to get a picture of him because I need to see what this dude looks like. But um, but yeah, he was married to Wanda Sykes. So anyway, so that's my reminisce. Um, you remind me. Wow. Very good. Okay. All right. So moving on, uh, we are now at the support black businesses segment of the show. So This is the segment of the show where we highlight a black business. We believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities and the desire to build awareness of products that are in products and services that are made for us by us. So today I want to highlight, and I think this is so appropriate, Pat McGrath Labs. Yeah. So Yes, exactly. So this is a, a, a black woman from England. She has Jamaican roots. 
Um, she worked as a receptionist and a makeup artist in, in England back in the day. She's worked with Alexander McQueen and John Galliano. She's actually the mastermind behind Armani's beauty line. She was a, a design director for Max Factor and CoverGirl. And just three years ago in 2015, she started her own line using her own money wow. um, called Pat McGrath. And um, she has now, uh, the biggest thing to me is that she, her company is valued at $1 billion, which has surpassed the, um, the K chick. I don't even want to, what's her name? Yeah, whatever. Kylie, Kylie, yeah, Kylie, whatever. Um, but business is now valued at over $1 billion. And um, it's just three years old, which I think is um, amazing. So, you know, just her, um, Makeup is sold in Sephora. I know it's in Sephora and I know it's on her website. And her quote is always used with caution. Her colors are, its to me, it's very bright, vibrant, very bright. Mm -hmm. I, I always thought of it as like, it's MAC on like 10. You know, like yeah. MAC sometimes has some of those bold colors. Her line is, um, to me, it's, it is made for a makeup artist and it's made for runway and fashion. Um, I know she has some great color lipsticks. I know there's one that you like. Yeah, it's, just, it's um, I forget the name what it's called, but it's like at um it's red, it's like a uh, like a cherry red, but it's like glittery and sparkly. And mm. I went into Sephora looking for it specifically, and they have like her packaging has that lipstick on it, but then you open it and it's not that lipstick. And it's not that lipstick. You no, know, I think it was like a you know special edition. So when she when that comes back out, I'm definitely getting that. Yeah. yeah. So I am just I'm so proud of her and just quietly doing her thing. You look at her. She looks so humble. Um, mm -hmm. But she's been in the game for a really long time. And I'm and I'm I'm so happy to share the sister's achievements. So yeah. big up, big up to Pat McGrath Labs. You can find her website, www.patmcgrath.com. That's P-A-T-M-C-G-R-A-T-H dot com. And um, yeah, we just we applaud the sister and all that she is doing. Yep. 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 Well, I think, are we at the end? We're at the end. Is of this the road? Road? I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. That's so that would be a classic. All right. So mm -hmm. we've come to the end of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. You can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're in Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, your baby daddy car, CastPod. It's very convenient. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's, that's what I say three. You can visit our website. That's what I'm saying. Podcast.com to learn more. Send us questions. Send us dicks. Send us uh, cash app us. <laughs> cash <laughs> app. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and now we have a shout out. <laughs> yep. As always, we want to shout out our mega producer, Vegas, uh, Vegas World Inc. You can find him on Twitter. You can also find him on Instagram at hip hop now. Yeah, Instagram, Hip Hop Now. So, yep, thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and liking us on social media. Until next week, take care, y'all. Oh, and just want to make sure everybody knows next week will be a live show. Oh, so yeah. We're really excited about that. We yep, don't know. We, we're, it's on location. We got to figure out what location, but we're on location. We'll, we'll let you know where. Yep. All right. <laughs> take care, y'all. All right. Bye. <laughs>